Welcome to Cathedral of Holiness Missionary Baptist Church Sermon Podcast. I am Bishop Dawn R. Brown, Senior Pastor and Founder. I pray that today's message inspires, uplifts, challenges, and more importantly, helps you to make a decision about your spiritual journey. I hope you enjoy the message. disruption, we automatically think negative. Uh, We think of it in a negative light because of the way we use this term, but I want to impart something into you. Uh, If you grab hold on to it, I believe it will change the way you think of it. One more time, look at your neighbor and say, God is about to disrupt something. There has been foundational patterns 
uh, generational curses, bad habits, and some markings that the enemy has even placed upon our lives. But God has sent a word for us today. And that word is he's getting ready to disrupt it. Somebody say amen. Some things we didn't ask for. Some things we didn't even know how or where we picked them up. It even feels like some of these things have attached itself so strongly to us that it has now seems like it, it became who we are. But the devil is a liar. Somebody say the devil is a liar. God is getting ready to disrupt some stuff. Every now and again, God has to disrupt some stuff in our lives. He has to shake some stuff in our lives, not just for any reason. But he shakes stuff up because he has to disrupt some things that were trying to, trying to or was even successful at getting a hold of you. He disrupts some things because he wants to execute his plan over our lives. And his plans, uh, Jeremiah 29, 11 says, For I know the plans I have for you, declares the Lord, plans to prosper you and not to harm you and to uh, plans to give you hope and a future. And Jeremiah 1, 5 says, Before I even formed you into your, in your mother's womb, I knew you. Before you were born, I consecrated you. I appointed you to the nations. And Romans 8.28 says, and we know. Yes, sir. And we know that for that, and we know that all things work together for the good of them that love God and for those who are called according to his purpose. So if God doesn't see his plan evolving, he will disrupt some things until he does. Somebody say he's disrupting it. What God wants to do is disrupt depression. What he wants to do is disrupt anxiety. He wants to disrupt worry. He wants to disrupt sin. He wants to disrupt low self-esteem. He wants to disrupt your agenda. He wants to disrupt negligence. He wants to disrupt your fear. He wants to disrupt obedience. Somebody say, disrupt it, God. Somebody say, disrupt it, God. Disrupt is the definition it is defined as an interruption caused by a disturbance or problem. That's why you've been distressed. That's why you've been depressed and disturbed at the same time. That's why you have anxiety and feel disturbed at the same time. That's why you have low self-esteem and feel disturbed at the same time. It's because God is disrupting it. Somebody say, yes, Lord. Our text deals with Jonah. And we all know the story of Jonah. He's a runner. He's a track star. He's going to run a road with a guitar. Y'all don't want to talk back to me. A lot of us can relate to Jonah because some of us have been running from the things that the Lord has been telling us to do for years. Some of it, some of us, it's been decades. And if you're anything like me, sometimes I'll do anything and everything just not to deal with what God told me to do. Uh, God has been pressing me to do something for quite some time now um, until he just made everything uncomfortable in my life. 
to get me to the point to surrender. And the thing is, we'll hide behind the I don't know if that's what God wants me to do, or we'll hide behind this season is or that season was over. But can I let you know that seasons change? But when there is a grace over your life to finish, a, to finish an assignment, seasons come and they go, but God's will will still be the same for your life. Somebody say hallelujah. Somebody say disruption. So Jonah, he's a man of God. He serves the most high God. We first hear Jonah's name in 2 Kings, the 14th chapter. We learn who Jonah's father is. His name is Amittai. We also know, learn that Jonah is a prophet who had spoken a word that had come to pass concerning the territory of Israel. We, we never heard Jonah's name again until this book. So it's clear that Jonah hears from God. It's clear that God could trust Jonah to, to get an assignment done. It's clear that his assignment in Kings was fulfilled so God could trust him now with another assignment. Jonah completed his last season assignment, so God decided to give him another. And this season assignment was to arise, go to Nineveh, the great city, and cry out against it, for the wickedness has come up before me. Uh, the, Lord, the word of the Lord was two things. The first one was to go to Nineveh. The second one was to cry out against it. That is to rebuke them for their sin and call them to repentance. The city of Nineveh was the capital of, Assyria, of the Assyrian Empire and was a large and prominent city in its day. It was not a city of Israel at all. God, God called Jonah to go to a pagan Gentile city and call them to repentance. I can understand why Jonah didn't want to handle that assignment. But Jonah then heads in the opposite direction and goes to Joppa to head to Tarshish, boards a ship and blatantly ignores the word of the Lord. And we judge Jonah so much, but there are so many Jonas under the sound of my voice, and I can admit that I'm one of them. How many times has God given you a word to do something and it has yet to be done? I knew it was going to get quiet there. <laughs> uh, because of procrastination, it get, didn't get done. Because of blatant disobedience, it didn't get done. Or because of fear of what others will think, it didn't get done. But let me tell you guys something. I thank God for my upbringing. I thank God that my mom name is Karen Stevenson because the last thing I care about is the opinion of somebody else. Come on, come on, you know. Our Stephen says we don't care about the opinions of others because we're confident in who we are. So let me tell you. Uh, nonetheless, Jonah disobeyed God, and instead of going to Nineveh, he headed to Tarshish on a, on a ship. Jonah decides to rest, and then behold, there comes a storm, a great storm. A storm that caused everyone on the boat to pray. Jonah is asleep, but there is a storm. There's a storm out there on the ocean. And it's moving its own way. 
Because someone's not even in Jesus. Let's show these. away. So he's asleep. He's in slumber while there are people praying. The people are crying. The people are terrified. Jonah is asleep. While the ship is rocking, while the ship is swinging, while the people are praying, while the wind is blowing, Jonah's asleep. The captain, in verse 6, the captain went to him and said, how can you sleep? Get up and call on your God. Maybe he will take notice of us that we, are, that we will not perish. Then verse 7 says, then the sailors said to each other, come let us cast lots to find out who was responsible for this calamity. They cast lots and the lot fell on Jonah. So they asked him, tell us, who was responsible for making this trouble for us? What's the disruption? What's the cause for this disruption? Uh, what kind of work do you do? Where do they come from? What is your country? From what people are you from? He answered and said, I am a Hebrew, and I worship the Lord, the God of the heavens, who made the sea and the dry land. What do you do when you know that it's you? What do you do when you know that you're the reason that something is happening? Uh, what do you do when the actions when your actions have a domino effect on other people, your kids, your spouse, your parents, your grandparents, your friends, what do you do? God has a way that he'll disrupt your agenda to the point where it will affect those around you. He disrupts it to the point where it becomes scary. He causes a disruption to the point where everybody is feeling the effect. Talk back to me if you can. Uh, somebody says, somebody say, it's safer to be obedient. Say it one more time, it's safer to be obedient. So God disrupts the course of the ship. The ship is breaking now. Everybody knows that Jonah is the cause of this disruption. Everybody knows now the secret is out. He's exposed. No, Jonah, and Jonah comes up with a solution to throw himself overboard. He throws himself overboard and gets swallowed by a fish, and the storm ceases. Because of his chapter one, his chapter two experience, experience hardship. I want you to know that your chapter two can be great if your chapter one is obedient. Let me say that one more time. I don't think I'll quote that. I want you to know that your chapter two can be great it can be real good if your chapter one is obedient. The obedience in this chapter can affect your life in the next chapter. Look at your neighbor and say, it was a disruption. If you're not obedient, God will send a disruption. It's better to be obedient than to be disrupted. My brother, my sister, not only should God disrupt some things, but I beseech you that we ourselves need to disrupt some things as well. We need to disrupt some things that keep us far from God. Disrupt relationships, 
disrupt any and everything that keeps us from God. Because if you don't, he will. God bless you. I hope this sermon impacted your life today. So much so that if you have not accepted the Lord Jesus into your life, would you please pray this prayer with me? Dear Jesus, I know that I am a sinner and I ask for your forgiveness. I believe you died for my sins and rose from the dead. I turn from my sins and invite you to come into my heart and into my life. I want to trust you and follow you as my Lord and Savior. Amen. Now guess what? If you pray that prayer, you are now saved. But the next step is for you to get to a Bible-believing and Bible-teaching church. If you are interested in becoming a member of our ministry, please contact us at 856-678-6144. The Lord bless you and keep you. The Lord make his face shine upon you and be gracious to you. The Lord lift up his countenance upon you and give you peace. May God's grace be yours in abundance.